I am Ustaz Mizi Wahid. You're now listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid, a podcast that will help you in finding and knowing yourself. An exclusive podcast only on Audio Plus. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome once again to another episode on The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. Today we are going to talk about social media. Yes, social media which has completely transformed the way we interact and socialize with people, the way we make friends and the way we stay in touch with friends from years ago and from the ones that we've recently developed, you know, new friendships forged in school, at workplace, in business, um, we connect first and foremost on these social media platforms. And as much as it has um, revolutionized the way we communicate, talk to each other, update about our life and stay up to date about other people's lives, uh, it has also become uh, an, an area of our life where I know and I understand it affects some of us so deeply in a negative way. And today, the topic is entitled, Would Taking a Break from Social Media Help? And I guess this question is more of, is it healthy to sometimes uh, be off social media? Whether it is for a few days, or whether it's just minimizing the number of hours you spend each day, or whether it's just taking a break completely for like months. Personally, I know of people who have certain routines that they, that they stick with when it comes to their daily uh, consumption of social media content. But I also have some friends who take a break like a month in a year or two months in a year. They have their own timings and reasons. So we're going to be talking about some of that, inshallah. But um, let's firstly uh, ask ourselves the question of why did we start off having a social media account? I think, to be fair, for many of us, when it first started, I remember, I guess my first one was Friendster. <laughs> I'm that old, so Friendster. Uh, I think around the time MySpace, what I, but I think it wasn't very popular in, in our region as much. Um, there was this thing called Multiply, more of a blog, uh, blog space, those are all blogs. But it was still a way that people would um, discuss things, talk to each other, give comments, and, and so on. But I guess Friendster, to me, was the first one. Uh, and then Facebook suddenly arrived around 2008 and started to really up the game and you know, make people realize that, hey, you know what? I think I need to have an account here. Why? Number one, because you don't want to feel left behind because everybody's on it. Everybody you know is on it and then you feel compelled to also be on it as well. I remember um, when it came to WhatsApp, you know, uh, I, I don't know which year WhatsApp started, probably around the same time, or slightly after that. I was actually, I remember very clearly, I was resistant to it. I was hesitating about going on WhatsApp because I thought, why would we need something like that when we already have SMS? <laughs> you know, like now it sounds so old school, but I remembered I questioned the need for it. And I guess 
you know, when, when social media began, many people had the same thinking. Like, why would I even need something like that? Okay, we are, aren't we already talking to each other on other platforms? For example, some people prefer just email. Some people prefer texting. Some people prefer phone calls. Some people just prefer physical interactions face-to-face. -face. Some people prefer writing letters and email. You know, you get the drift. Like, there's always an opposite of... Um, uh, and another platform that is being launched, introduced, and presented to the world. Um, and, and change is something that people don't usually like. We don't enjoy having to get adjusted to new things and new ways of doing things. So many people prefer to stick with status quo. However, when something is large enough, it tends to overwhelm us to the point where Rejecting it is no longer becoming an easy thing. So you feel like, okay, I need to be here as well. Why? Because I'm missing out. Why? Because when I meet up with friends and they say, hey, do you know about you know, our friend? He just gave, she just gave birth. You know, oh, do you know about him? He's getting married now. Oh, do you know that he now works here? What? How do you know all these things? Like, how, how is it that I'm not updated about all this? Oh, because you're not on Facebook, you know? And this was like when Facebook first started. And... Today, in 2022, there are many more platforms, but if we talk about the ones that have really taken over the world and has um, um, you know, mass uh, numbers of people uh, using it, uh, we would be talking about um, Instagram alongside Facebook, and TikTok is another one. I would say LinkedIn is another big one as well. Twitter, too. So... Um, now that we almost accept that this is like a part of our lives, I would say anyone who's on social media or has a social media account, 70% of them are very, very active. Okay, the other 30%, like they're on and off. They might, you know, check their DMs once a month. <laughs> they might log in once a week. Um, but generally, even if the ones who do not post a lot they view a lot, they watch a lot, they follow people. You know, they may not be actively posting, but they're actively viewing and, and uh, listening and reading the content that's available out there. So now, the question that has been posed for today, today's episode is, would taking a break from social media every now and then be a good decision? Personally, I, I must put a disclaimer first because a, a big chunk of my work is on social media. So it's pretty hard for me to be off of it too long, right? I want to give a response uh, to this question based on how I personally feel about, about it too. If I had the luxury of staying off of it for a long period of time and also, like I said, um, friends who I know who have done it and when I asked them how it was like and then they shared with me and then also just a general uh, point of view in terms of if I were to empathize enough how other people feel and the reason why they want to be off of it uh, and, and maybe some of them they don't even want to be off of it but they don't realize how badly it's affecting them then that's another piece that I want to share inshallah so the first thing is, um, you know, the overconsumption of anything, you know, is, is bad. Islam teaches us to be um, in moderation when it comes to everything that we do. You know, everything must be done in moderation. 
You eat too much, it becomes bad. You stay away from food too much, it becomes bad. You sleep too much is bad. You stay awake too long without sleeping, without giving your body rest is bad. I don't know, like, um, you know, playing games is okay every now and then. Playing too, too much of it is bad. You know, like, everything that you think of, whether, even exercising too, like you exercise too much, you might be pushing your body beyond its limits and may put you in harms, you know. So you must know yourself and you must also understand that almost everything in this world, in this dunya, must be done in moderation. Don't go to the extremes of anything, okay. So imagine somebody who's, who watches a couple of videos a day on YouTube compared to somebody who spends hours and hours and hours, you know, in a day uh, on YouTube. And you can imagine the kind of damage that it does to a person's routines. It will affect their sleeping patterns. It will affect the way they think about things. It will affect their ability to focus well at lectures in school or um, at work even. Um, it, there are many things that get affected by an overconsumption of something, of any one thing for that matter. So the same applies to social media. So I would say that as a general rule, always remember that the best thing to do is to always stay, uh, be aware of how long you've spent on your mobile phone, for example. Okay? What I love about my phone, I mean, I'm using an iPhone, is that there is um, a weekly data that it sends to me in terms of how long I spend on my phone. They will tell me that, oh... In the last week, you spent two hours and 45 minutes less than the week before. Something like that. You would tell me that, you know. Screen time went up by um, one hour and 15 minutes. They would tell me this every week. And I would get these statistics and sometimes I would be like, yes, you know, I spent lesser time. But sometimes I feel like, oh man, I went up by four hours. What was I doing, you know. So those kind of things help because when you sit down and you reflect... Um, and you're trying to figure out why do I feel so lousy about myself? Why do I feel unhappy? And then you see, oh my goodness, I spent a lot more time on social media this week compared to last week. Maybe that's the reason because I'm looking at other people's lives and I'm comparing my uh, fortunes against theirs, my luck against theirs, my success against theirs, and I feel bad about myself. So maybe I need to cut down on that. The good thing is that they would even break it down for you. Again, I'm only saying this as an Apple user. I'm sure Android has something similar. The reason I'm not saying it is because not because I'm anti-Android, <laughs> uh, but rather I just don't know. How can I say something about something I don't know? Okay, So it would also tell me the breakdown. Like, oh, I spent an, um, two hours on Twitter. I spent three hours on Instagram. I spent um, four hours on WhatsApp. Like, It would tell me exactly the number of minutes and hours I spend on every app. Another thing that um, I realized and I've been using for a while now is that within certain apps themselves, there is a special notification that you can set. So um, I use Instagram the most. Or I have one on Instagram that notifies me when I've spent an hour and a half every day. So the moment I hit one hour and 30 minutes, I would be notified and say, you have um, reached you know, an hour, 30 minutes, time to take a break, or something like that. You know, it would tell me to rest. It would tell me to stop for a moment. And I think that is 
pretty handy. In the absence of anyone else beside you telling you, hey, you're using your phone too long, you're spending too much time on, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, at least this app will automatically notify and nudge you and tell you that, hey, maybe you need to take a break. So that's something that you may want to consider as well. Um, so now let's talk about the kind of effects and the reasons why we should be taking a break. And I mentioned one very briefly earlier about um, how it's affecting you because you keep comparing your life with other people's lives. Uh, we already do this as human beings, even without the advent of social media. Even, even before this thing existed, we've already been doing it. We go to people's houses and we look at they have a you know new TV or they have um, you know they live in a bigger house perhaps or uh, we see people when we're out with them oh you just bought a new car and we go to weddings and oh you 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 have a nice branded handbag you know you you're wearing nice jewelry like we used to compare our uh, fortunes or lack of fortunes against other people, but it was only limited to face-to-face -face interactions most of the time. On very rare occasions, when someone's success is amplified on the newspaper and then or magazine covers, and you're like, whoa, look at how well that person is doing. Okay, And you either feel motivated or you feel, again, horrible because you're nowhere near what that person has achieved. Right? But today, because of social media, it has technically you know, um, worsened because we have now more opportunities to get hurt, to feel like we're not good enough, to feel like we're far left far behind. Everyone else is progressing uh, way faster and quicker than we are. And so we feel really, really bad about ourselves just because we spend a lot of time on social media. So this is one of the big factors and reasons, right? And I would always um, remind myself and others that the Prophet ﷺ advised us to not spend too much time looking at those who are above you, meaning those who are doing better than you. In their career, they're doing better than you. In their business, doing better than you. In their relationships, in their marriage, in their parenting, like everybody's doing better than you. You focus too much time on those people. The Prophet told us you should also you should spend more time looking at those beneath you, those who do not have as much as you have, who have not accomplished the things that you have, who have not gone as far uh, in life as you have, who have maybe um, you know like you 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 compare yourself with those who are married with kids, but then what about those who've always wanted to be married but they are still single? Like you know, as simple as that. Just look at who you're comparing your life to and suddenly it will all feel very, very different. You can actually start feeling better and feeling grateful, you know, feeling immense gratitude towards Allah because you are in a better position if you were to look at certain people's lives who are behind you, technically speaking, right? It is not to feel boastful and arrogant to feel like you're better than others, but rather feeling blessed, okay? That is the concern with regards to people who spend too much time looking at how much better others are doing in life, that they forget or they might begin to think that they are not blessed, that God forgot about them, which is completely untrue, okay? So we've got to be fair 
Okay, and we've we've got to be fair to to God because He has given us a lot, and we've got to be fair to ourselves, or else we might start thinking like we are uh, inferior to others, and that's where all our insecurities will start to play up, and we'll feel very very small, and we feel like we're not worthy of anything, not worthy of love, appreciation, success of any kind. So, always be mindful. Okay, and. Another group of people who often would wonder and sometimes ask me certain questions with regards to social media usage is they would ask about posting stuff. So just now it was mainly about consuming content, but what about those creating content? What if I'm creating too much content that is not of benefit to people? Should I take a break too? Well, I, I, I think you know the answer to that. Yes, because I'm believe that there is a lot of nonsense on social media. Let's be honest here. There's a lot of um, content that is purely entertainment and, the, and then there are levels and degrees to those uh, entertainment in terms of entertainment value, correct? Because some people, it's just slapstick comedy where they just prank people and then people get hurt. And I, I don't like some of these things where they prank people and and they scare people and, and they're at the side of the road and people run for their lives. They could get hit by a car, things like that. And I saw one where uh, they, it was some kind of a scare prank and it was a very, very old lady who's like in her late 70s, I guess. What if she gets a heart attack? Like, things like that. I think it's, it's pointless, it's meaningless, it has zero... Um, unethical in, in many levels. And I'm sure you can name many others, right? So if you are creating content that is not benefiting anyone, I mean, there are some content that, yes, is for laughs, but there are some that is just bad. It's, it's, it brings no benefit at all, uh, especially if you put all of them together. So ask yourself, how can I be of benefit, especially if you have reach, especially if... You have people viewing your content, reading your content, responding to your content. How can you become a positive force instead of someone who just is there uh, existing just to um, post random stuff? You know, what if you could be more uh, purposeful? Ask yourself this question. It's a simple question. And I know a lot of great uh, content creators and entertainers on social media who who do really, really well, as in, you know, the, the easiest measure of how they do well is um, number of views, number of engagement, number of subscribers. We, we know this. Uh, but you see that compare them with others who create nonsense online, they are making a difference in the world, right? Helping people, uplifting spirits, motivating others, encouraging, teaching, educating something useful for people and so on in a unique and fun way, perhaps. Okay, So I think when it comes to all of this, you need to ask yourself the intention behind um, you posting something um, and whether you are adding value to that world. Now, um, one other thing that often comes up in terms of questions as somebody who posts content, and you may not necessarily be a content creator here, but you're just, um, you know, uh, another user. And you ask, you know, Stas, I just uh, got an award in my workplace. I feel like I want to post it up, but I'm scared. Like, what if people think I'm 
showing off. You know, Stas, I just uh, moved to a new house. I love it. But I, I'm thinking of posting it, but I'm scared that people might think that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to impress people with my success and my wealth. You know, like everybody has those moments where they're sometimes going back and forth, back and forth, doubting whether they should do something, fearing how other people might perceive. Okay? And I think, first of all, I would say it's a good thing that you have those feelings because it shows that you do spare some thought. You consider how others might feel. Okay? Um, and it's true that there is always a possibility that somebody might look at your life and feel really, really bad about theirs because um, you seem to be doing so much better. But I would also say this. What is the intention behind sharing? And if it's purely, Stas, I just want to express gratitude. I want to post this and I want to thank all the people who helped me, right? I mean, some, sometimes people have these reasons and that's perfectly fine, I guess. Um, in, you know, in most situations, that, that's really okay. Um, can you control how people interpret your postings? You can't. And that's, an, that's another fact that we must acknowledge. Right? You may have the purest of intentions. The reason you share is because you want to inspire others. The reason you share is because you want to show gratitude. The reason you share is you want to show the hard work that was put in, that there's no such thing as overnight success. You want to talk about the journey that you went through. Okay, good enough. But will there, is there a guarantee that there won't be anyone who would think ill of you and would think that, you, you are doing this to make other people feel bad. No, there's no guarantee. People will still think whatever they want to think and that's something beyond your control. So I guess you shouldn't be overly concerned about how, the, how other people might perceive it as long as you're clear about why you want to do it. But I would advise perhaps do it moderately. You know, if you do it every day or every other day, I guess it's kind of, you know, um, questionable. People begin to question, even those who originally had just pure intentions, like they would, they understand why you why you post these things up. But after a while, they're like, "Hey, man, why you, why do you keep posting this?" Over and over, we get it. You're successful. We get it. You're wealthy. We get it. You're happy in your marriage and your. But every every other day, we see this. Oh, man, I'm getting sick of this. You know. So that the fear is. People will have this thing in Islam is called al-ain, which is the eye, and that's when people start looking at you, and envy starts to develop in their hearts. Uh, they they have this feeling of jealousy, um, and there is a danger of it somehow affecting you, you know, in one way or another. But that's another thing for you to perhaps read up more on about how. Um, you know, when people look at you and look at you and look at you and then it develops something in their hearts, it might actually have a negative impact and side effect on you, on your health, on your uh, wealth. You know, many things can affect you if you show too much, too often, you know. Um, so just be careful, okay. This can affect anyone regardless, you ustas or ustaza. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> it can affect anyone. So just be very, very careful, okay? So um, before I end, I just wanted to share, as I promised earlier, that some of my friends do this. So I have friends who are rarely on social media. I have friends who do not have social media at all. And they seem to be doing okay. If you think this is for you, like, you know, Stas, I, I don't think I enjoy social media at all. I think it gives me anxiety when I'm on it. 
Um, I feel sad every single time. I feel lonely when I see people going out with friends and all. I feel just really bad. I would say 80% of the time I'm on social media, um, I when I close it, I always feel worse than I was before. So maybe for, for these individuals, I say, take a break, go off of it, you know? I also want to share that there are friends who are mostly on social media, like maybe 10 months out of the year. They take one month break every Ramadan. I know this. Some people do this. They say, I don't want any social media during Ramadan. I just want to ibadah. Well done for them. Um, and it works. Like they, they, they feel very, very happy and satisfied with that, the peace that they got in that entire month. And then I have some people who, in addition to that month, they also take one month off ra at random uh, when they're just feeling uh, overwhelmed, okay? Because so, you don't know what's going to happen. Some people are not overwhelmed by other people's success. Some people are overwhelmed by negative news. Because, you know, throughout the last few years, you see wars happening and they get affected when they see images of children being killed and things like that. Or um, the pandemic, like every when it when it started and what was happening, when it was at the peak of it, you hear news of people dying and lockdowns. It's so depressing that they went off social media for a while just because of that. So at the end of the day, my dear brothers and sisters, you have your own reasons. You know why you need a break. And whenever you feel like it, whenever the signs are there, whenever your heart feels uneasy, take the break because you need it and it's definitely good for your health and for your long-term well-being, inshallah. All right? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope it has benefited from you. If you love it, share it around. Uh, remember to tag uh, Audio Plus and tag me as well um, and so that more people will know and find out about this series. Thank you. Till the next episode, take care. Stay awesome. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Breakthrough with Mizi Wahid. I hope that it will help you in your journey to finding yourself. Always remember that you are not alone in this wonderful journey. Listen to us on Audio Plus app or Audio Plus at www.audioplus.audio.